welcome to episode number 44 of RSVP, the podcast about stationery and so much more. I'm your host, Dee, and my co-hosts are Les and Lenore. Tonight, we're talking about future plans. But first, let's talk about what we're drinking. Uh, for me today, uh, it's been kind of hectic, so I just grabbed a plain old can of Coke out of the fridge. Um, it's good, but I feel guilty for drinking it. I'm not really a soda person. <laughs> you can get away with one in a while. Well, we had a party for New Year's, and you know, we just bought a couple cases of soda, and everyone that came over drank alcohol, so we have a bunch of soda. Um, and I'm writing with a Musgrave test scoring pencil, one of my favorites, um, which is funny, actually, because it was about a month ago um, I had talked about it on the podcast and someone was like, hey, on your blog, you said you hated it. Um, and I, I did. Two years ago, I hated the test scoring. Um, but I guess like everything else, things change. Um, <laughs> I think I, I think I like it now because I've used a lot more pencils. When I reviewed it at the time, it was like the first couple of the reviews that I did. Mm. And I also didn't review it by itself. I believe I reviewed it with a bunch of Musgrave pencils. And I found that reviewing a group of pencils actually really was never a good idea because you're doing it so like you're you're sitting down in a couple sessions doing that. And then what happens is you just you don't have a good sense of what you're doing. Mm. So I think the Musgrave compared to other of you know, the Musgrave test scoring compared to other Musgraves. It probably didn't perform as well as I liked, but, um, but yeah, I love it now. So there's that. Um, and I'm writing on my pink legal pad. It's become my, um, podcasting legal pad and that's it. So Lenore, what about you? I'm so happy to be back with y'all. Oh my God. I've missed you two so much. I've missed your voice and your presence. Oh, thank you. Um, so I am having some uh, now cold, although it wasn't an hour ago when I sat down to start setting up. <laughs> um, I've got some coffee from the local uh, the local coffee house. I think I've sent both of you guys some stuff from there. Yes, um, it was fabulous. The Heine Brothers. Who, I just I love that. I laugh you know? every time I see Heine. <laughs> I know it just makes me happy. Um, but it's the just our you know our house standard coffee the good morning roast and it's just really good it's so competent and we keep trying we keep bringing home bags of coffee from other places when we travel and stuff kind of as a nice memento of our mm -hmm. trip and i never like anything as much i mean this just it's, it's that kind of synergy where it really works well in our machine with our mm. water yeah and it's just my favorite it's my default nice. um and i am writing I've actually been sitting here kind of doodling around with several things because I've, I've missed so much. But um, my two things that I'm writing with today are a Bic Crystal Medium Point Special Edition Silver with black ink. And a, let's see, I don't know what, what brand this is unless one of these is the brand and I just don't know the brand. But it's a Superior Lead Excel Bonded Colors Green Number 268. I think Excel uh, might be the brand. Maybe. I didn't look it up. Um, but it's a vintage green pencil, green colored pencil, and it has a lovely brass end cap on it. Hmm. And Les sent me both of these ages and ages ago. You know, I was uh, I was listening to, I was catching up on podcasts over the break, and um, I think Johnny was talking about getting packages and actually just never going through them or not having time to get, you know, to try everything. Um 
And so I don't, I don't even know when Les sent me this package. I found it when I was cleaning up my office. And I was like, <laughs> man, there's a lot of good stuff in here. <laughs> that was like at least a year ago. Yeah, I think I just, I think it just got something put on top of it, you know. <laughs> and so, I mean, I had opened it, like the envelope was torn open, but I hadn't tried stuff because I was just, I'm sure I was just overwhelmed at the time. And um, I'm going to say this green pencil is the closest I have found in a green colored pencil to something that I could actually grade with. It's got a lovely color. It's very, um, it's very uh, saturated uh, you know, very dense pigment on the page, but it still actually holds a point, which is a really tough combination with green, apparently, which probably means it's wildly toxic. And that's why <laughs> it didn't catch on and get used in lots of stuff. I but I won't lick it. It'll be fine. Um, but it's just kind of nice. And um, and then I'm also sitting here kind of doodling around with some of the stuff from the uh, Caroline Weaver pencil box from... Um, from before Christmas, the um, the cabin fever box, and I'm starting to come around on Viarco cores lately. I don't know why that what? is. I know, right? Um, it's a little crazy, but this has this uh, this antique stamps pencil from Viarco, mm. and you know, it's again, it's this dumb thing, right? Because I don't like round pencils, and I don't like Viarco cores, but I'm kind of liking this pencil, even though it's round and Viarco, so. I don't know. I guess taste can change, right? Didn't we just talk about that? <laughs> yeah. And I'm writing in a computer world, uh, Baron Fig, my little official RSVP computer world notebook um, that Chris sent me. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm enjoying picking some things up and considering them. Nice. What about you, Les? So uh, I am sipping some decaf chai. I have been... Sadly, cutting back on my caffeine intake, um, I think my, so I'm sensitive to caffeine and when I have caffeine after a certain period of the day, I can't sleep. And I think that my caffeine intake has been so high that I haven't been able to process it all out of my system. <laughs> <clears throat> you have a backlog. <laughs> so I do, I have a backlog of caffeine in my system. So I've been cutting down to only two cups of coffee a day, which is making me sad because I love coffee um, and drinking a lot more decaf tea. Uh, so I'm, I'm sipping on this decaf chai, which is actually pretty good. I mean, it's not, it's, it, how hard is it to ruin a decaf tea? I mean, you, you add some spices to it and it's delicious again. Um, so there's that. Um, and I am writing with a black Helvetica. Which is one of my all-time, I think, top pencils. It's just so smooth, has a nice dark core, and it is round, which I actually like in a pencil. And then it's it's got that Helvetica uh, Atoya cap eraser on it, which I just adore. Uh, and I am writing in my uh, dedicated RSVP podcasting notebook, my Baron Fig train of thought. Mm-hmm. And um, that's about it for me. What's exciting, Dee? Um, the chaos of the holidays is over. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't like the holidays really at all. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a mixture of just 
my work um, for two reasons. Because one, it means I don't work at my other job, my my college job. Mm -hmm. But I do work at my retail job. And both of those things are horrible. (laughs) You know, so it's like I'm losing a lot of money this month because college isn't back until I think the end of this month or the very first week of February. Oh, my God. You guys have a long break. We start tomorrow. Oh, God. (laughs) I wish. And I don't have a syllabus yet. So, you know, you're one of those. I am. Just copy the one from the other year and change the days and the date. There's so many days. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you, is your syllabus like a good one? Like, um, does it have, because some professors just give like the rules, but then some give like what we're doing each class and then put the date and like, this is what your expected work is, whatever. Like, is yours really detailed? It's, yeah, it's both. I mean, that's a whole other, like, conversation. But um, (laughs) I have, yeah, it's a long conversation. I hand out a course calendar alongside the syllabus. But because I'm mostly teaching large freshman classes, Mm, my syllabi are very, like, policy heavy. And I always, you know, every time somebody posts one of those, um, you know, a picture of the ridiculous warnings that are on things like do not r- drive with sunshield in place, right. you know, right. like, why do you have to put stuff like that? And I'm like, I invite you to take a tour right. <laughs> with me yeah. of the syllabus for my freshman class, because I can tell you how basically everything in it ended up there. <laughs> right. It's happened yeah. before. That's why. It's there. So, so, so yeah. anyhow, um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm the good paying job. I'm not working. Um, but I am working a little bit more on my retail job. So I'm just glad the holiday rush is over. I worked Christmas Eve, Christmas day. Um, oh, then we had to, yeah, I mean, it was double time, so I can't say no to that. Right. Um, but sadly, even at double time, the retail job doesn't pay as much as the college. So, <laughs> um, and then we had a new year's party and I'm not a very social person, so I can, I can do social things, but I'm exhausted afterwards. Right. Um, even one-on-one, like if I hang out with you, one of you guys, like at the end of the day, I'm tired, like mentally. Mm. So, so yeah, I'm just glad the holidays are done getting back into the swing of normalcy. Um, and one of my new year's resolutions actually is to, uh, play more of my board games because I, I think last year I really didn't even touch my board games that much. And I have so many, I have about 50 or 60. And they just kind of sit there. And so I'm trying to be a little bit more analog and a little bit more mindful in my activities in the new year. So board gaming is one of those activities that will help me do that. And then finally, I've been working on my blog a bit. And I'm trying to get into a routine of posting. Um, Like, I'm not going to say I'm going to post every week or every other week. But I just, I want to do what you do less. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, have a couple posts in the queue. Yep. So when I do have those weeks or even months where I'm like, I can't do this. There's something there. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's, what's been exciting for me. Lenore, what about you? It's been a while. I'm just excited to be back here with you guys. I really am. I, I'm, I feel like I'm back home. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you both for that. Um, it was really fun listening to the, um, the last couple of podcasts and I appreciated those a lot you know, getting to listen to them. I got so much out of them. And of course I wish I was there, but, um, 
the uh, other thing that, of course, would have been exciting had I been here is that I was I was really ready to talk about all the things three uh-huh. episodes ago. Yeah, we had the volume four. We had the CWPE pencil box. We had the the field notes clandestine. We had um, bundled pencil kits from pencils.com, like the mystery kits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I bought a bunch of when they were on sale for twenty dollars. I couldn't find them on the website now, so they may be they may have been they may be unavailable um, again now. But those were actually quite nice. We we um, bought a stack of them for Spawn's teachers, and that made a really kind of easy uh, bundled gift. And they had some nice things in them. And I ordered one for her stocking as well. She didn't know that we kept one back until Christmas and um, but you know I have, I have a lot of things to look at this spring I have a lighter teaching schedule than usual this spring and so I'm really going to get to focus on some things with my class but also cut some kind of meta level things you know some longer term tasks that I've wanted to do that I've never I never seem to have time to do uh, because I'm always scrambling to the next thing that has to be done for my teaching so um, having a dead computer was not great. Everybody go right now, back up your computers. <laughs> I knew it had been a little while. I knew it had been at least a few months since I'd backed up. No, 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 boys and girls. It was October 2017 is the last what? time I had clones. I know. Pathetic, right? <laughs> so um, I lost a significant amount of work that's going to take me some time to rebuild, but I didn't lose anything critical. Um, it's just time, you know, it's time and effort that feels less productive than it should be. So, you know. Oh, and one other thing I'm excited about real quick is that I got, um, I bought from one of the people in the Baron Fig group on Facebook, I bought the Bolt. Nice. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, because I missed it apparently by just a couple of days. I just forgot to get it, actually, because there was so much going on in the dead computer and all of that. What are they going for? Um, well, I don't actually know what they're going for because, again, since it had just um, sold out a couple of days earlier, mm. um, you know, I wasn't going nuts and I wouldn't have gone nuts with the price. Right, 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 right. Um, so I think I came out around 115 uh, shipped and that was, you know, with insured shipping. And um, the person I bought it from actually threw in some, there's a full package of refills and oh, nice. Uh, nice. yeah four refills actually for it but um d you have this one right yeah um the the mechanism on mine is not nearly as smooth as on my other squires hmm. okay so i don't know if it's just a bad individual unit or did you notice anything like that with yours i'm um, actually mine was within reach so i'm picking it up now and i'm opening it and I'm going to check it out. Because I'm feeling like the Mysterium here is, is much smoother. So it's doing, this, it's doing this weird thing. So I don't know if the microphone will pick this up, but this is me turning the mechanism. Nope, not picking it up. No. Okay, it's making it. this like... It like has it a little has bit of resistance. In it. Yes, it has a little bit of resistance. And it makes like a high-pitched squeaky noise. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Mine is not doing that. Mine was also within reach, so I just grabbed it, and mine is as perfect and silky smooth as any of my other squires. Oh. Okay. 
Well, I'm going to say, if this had been the first Squire I bought, you know, if this had been my entree to the to the pen, I would, probably would have never bought another one, which would have been disappointing because now I own like six and I love them all the best. Hmm. But um, yeah, like, so I undid the the twisty top and like, it just seems grittier. Yeah, maybe I'll just throw a, a drop of oil on it because yeah. it feels like it almost feels like it's wanting to unscrew when I am just trying to advance it. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good you know, idea. It, it feels like it's not quite uh, engaging the mechanism properly. Yeah. So I'm going to I'll try and put a little bit of since I know Les's works. Um, yeah. I, speaking of of Baron Fig. I wonder when they're going to come out with their next latest edition thing. They've been kind of quiet. They've been very quiet. They could hold off for a little while and it would be okay with me (sighs) because I spent a lot of money over the break. (laughs) Yeah. Did you guys see the um, video of Joey? The interview? He did a couple of interviews. Oh, I'm not going to remember the name of them, but I'll put the links. I'll find, look, look up the links in the, and put them in the show notes. But he did a couple of interviews with um, a YouTuber, and mm-hmm. it was they were really fabulous interviews. Oh, cool! So I will. He talks about his background and mm-hmm. homelessness. Wow! Um, so we will we will definitely put that in the show notes because they're really good. It was a really good interview. Nice. <clears throat> I like him. He's he's such a good person to he's interact so down with to earth. online. Okay. So anyway, Les, how about you? So um, I'm also incredibly thankful that the holidays are over. Um, I was, so I started a new job over the holidays, which as everyone I've told that to, they've just like given me this look like, what's wrong with you? Why would you do such a thing? Because that's when it came up. Well, it's when it, it fell at the right time for me. It's when the job was open. I could have waited to start until after the holidays, but there were no, so many reasons for wanting to start before. So anyway, I had scheduled to start for a week, have some trainings for two days, go to work for three days, and then take the next week off. Um, I will never do that again if I ever change a job. <laughs> uh, I have learned. I have learned from my mistakes, and <laughs> the next time I switch jobs, I will take a week or two week vacation before I start the next job. And Christy, my my wife, had a lot of "I told you so"s around that. I very yeah. helpful always. So as as much as you know, and I'm not going to go into it on air. As I had many difficulties with my previous job. I also really, really adored my coworkers. Mm-hmm. And so the first week I was struggling with some um, things that I had to do in regards to my old job, but also the fact that all of my coworkers and I were still mass text messaging one another. I was missing them a lot. I was meeting new people, dealing with the fact that our car died, despite the fact that we were planning on going car free. And so it just not made... Not quite yet, though, right? Well, we, what I was hoping to do with the car freeness was to um, wait until I'd settled into this job and then park the car for a while and still have the car available for doing grocery shopping and whatnot. And instead, the car made horrible noises about three days before I was supposed to end my last job <laughs> and um, basically said, F you, I'm done. And I limped it through my last couple of days at my previous job, but couldn't actually. So 
my trainings were out in another city, not actually where I'll be working. And so instead of being able to go four miles from my house via train or bus, it's at a location that's actually not, you can't get to for, with public transportation. Oh. So I had to Uber and Lyft to that probably work. Cost a bit. Fortunately, well, I lifted and I had a half price for my next 10 rides that nice. just happened to fall on those two days that I was, it was still really freaking expensive. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, it, it just made it so that it was easier. You know, I had those half price lifts, thank goodness. And that just saved my life. But nice. so, you know, I wanted to be able to like take all of my books in a, in one trip, have them in the trunk of my car and move them in. Instead, right. I've been taking the bus and I fill my backpack full of my, you know, clinical books and, and the stuff that I want to have on my shelf at work. And it's been like a slower process. So, but anyway, for just as uh, everyone listening can learn from my mistakes, when it's time to transition into a new job, take the week or two weeks off. Don't think, oh, I'm going to work a week and then I'm going to take this week off. Then I'm going to go back to work because it sucks. It was horrible. Yeah. My new coworkers are amazing and it's a great place to work. So I'm really enjoying that. Um, but thankfully the holidays are over and I'm back, you know, I'm getting into actually working now. I'm not just shadowing people. So mm -hmm. my next week I'm actually going to be running groups. I'm going to be meeting with individual um, case management clients and um, so I'm getting more back into the flow of things. And um, I'm, I mentioned this um, during the last show. I have ordered now my dozen pens that I'm going to be reviewing over the course of the year. Okay. And I think it cost me maybe $30 nice. <laughs> via, via eBay. So I don't know if you caught that, Lenore, uh, the next year for RS, not RSVP, um, Comfortable Shoes Studio, I'm going to be reviewing inexpensive pens I've purchased on eBay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that a lot. Um, so that's, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I ordered some of them like a month ago and they're still not here yet. So... <laughs> Um, my hope is to use each one for about a month, two weeks to a month at work and at home and just see how they work. So that's that's what's exciting Ooh. for me. I really the other thing is so over the holidays, my inbox was just flooded with all of these deals I couldn't oh, afford God, right. from all of the vendors that I love. And I felt so like every time I deleted one, I was like, I feel so guilty. I should be helping them out in the holiday season. And, you know, until things settle down at the new job and Christy with her job, I just can't afford anything. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, was it right? Notepads? They were like every day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Email, email, email. Yeah. So, this is where I'm actually kind of grateful that, um, G Gmail does their annoying thing of separating your mailbox into like main and promotions. Mm -hmm. I don't have that set up in mine. Yeah. Mine, it just kind of happened by default. And I was like, yeah, I'll see how it is. And I never undid it. And so I've missed some things I would have really liked to see. But I think it's probably been better right. overall. <laughs> right. Overall, yeah. Oh. Some things I've missed after they were over. And I'm like, it's probably good. I didn't know about that. Yeah. So another exciting thing for me is I actually have a work phone number and email <gasps> address. Oh. Um, so that's very exciting for me because that's something that I haven't had in three years working at the other place. I mean, I had a phone number. I had an extension that didn't ring anywhere. <laughs> it just um, went straight to voicemail. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, but now I have an extension that actually rings on a real phone, and I have um, an email address. So anyway, cool. I am done with my what's exciting. What's what's going on, D? What are we what are we doing? So our main topic, like I said. Um, in the intro was we're going to talk about future plans, but I think before we do that, we should kind of do a very brief um, retrospective of 2018 um, and RSVP and, and kind of, you know, our own individual thoughts on, on where we went with the podcast and, and all the stuff that we talked about over the past year. So um, I'd like to start off. I just had a instant thought when, when you had mentioned less that we should do a retrospective mm. Um, our conversations have gotten progressively better. Like we've always had good conversation, but I feel like as the year kind of winded down, it was just, everything was so rich and full of, you know, I don't know, like content. Like it really surprised me that RSVP went from, Hey, let's this week we're talking about notebooks. Hey, this week we're talking about pencils, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, and those are great. That's great. Um, but I really like how we've kind of molded our podcast into something that's so much more. Yeah. Um, and our tangents were very tangential all the time. They've all been really great. Um, and I really like how, you know, we're so tangential, but like there's very little editing that goes into our tangents. Uh, of course, there's a couple times, you know, will say something that would give us a not safe for work tag or something we have to edit out. But for the most part, I mean, what we talk about is what is posted um, for the podcast. Yeah. So I really like the doors that have been opened um, in our conversation and then the response to those open doors. Um, I was very hesitant in the beginning talking about some more um, socially oriented topics because you know, it's not like our group is of a particular leaning or a particular belief. And I was very concerned. Um, I'm not so much concerned about the amount of listeners we have. I mean, I would do this anyway, if two people listen to it or 2000. Yeah. But I was just, I, I didn't want to have to deal with the emotional labor of having to defend myself or the two of you or having to explain things away. And that has not happened. Mm. Like, period. I've I've not get gotten any criticism personally from anybody about anything we talk about. And that's been really refreshing. Yeah. Um, most of the pushback has been, I think towards me. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. I don't know. What, what uh, did I miss something? Um, I got called out about the fact that I should just call people names instead of, Mm. Um, but uh, what I did, but that's a whole, you know, that was last, was it last episode? It seems so yeah. long ago. Um, I mean, it was a ridiculous I th- complaint, I think, because I actually did call David Allen names, but besides the Oh, point. that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so yeah, so I just, I, I've been reflecting a lot on those conversations we've had over this past year, and I really want more of them. And I, I just really like, I really like where we're headed. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, and I'm really just grateful for our listeners. Um, yeah. So what about you, Les, uh, for 2018? What do you think? I think, for me anyway, 2018 really has been the year of community for RSVP. 
And I know we keep we keep coming back to the community. We talk about the community all of the time. But I think that that was what was really important to me or I was so interactive this year um, or last year, rather, Um you know, we, we really fostered the community. The community really fostered us. There was always something we could go back to in, in the terms of the group to have a conversation about. Uh, and I hope we continue that as well. And I think that part of that is that we do allow ourselves to get tangential. And that tangential thing is what the community latches onto because we don't necessarily just stick to our particular topics that we've chosen for that day. We kind of say, okay, so here's our topic. And then boom, 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 boom. And that I think is what really draws people in. Mm-hmm. And it, and I think it's what has become really important to me too, is the fact that we do have these rich, deep conversations about sometimes ridiculous topics. Like, here's a notebook. Let's talk about how it impacts the community. And then um, let's talk about how um, it's marketed towards men and women and people of all shades of gender. Um, And I just, I don't know. I think that that's a really important thing. It's the combination of community and our tangential nature. Yes. What about you, Lenore? Yep. (laughs) All of that. I mean, so I was actually, when when you were talking, Dee, about um, the trajectory of our podcast through the year, Mm -hmm. um, I I was thinking about the, I think that's kind of the trajectory that you have, right? Um, That the first few episodes of a podcast or the first few um, posts of a new blog are always kind of that feeling out the situation, like what do we want to do, who do we want to be, and then they either drift away or they find their stride, right? Right, yeah. And um i'm i'm so happy we did the other thing right <laughs> you know? right um i'm so happy that we found a community and we found a um an audience who is um who values what we do and who um you know who interacts with us in such a beautiful way and then uh thinking about the community i was thinking about kind of these layers of community that there's the three of us where I feel so connected to the two of you. And then there's, you know, kind of this next layer out of the, the RSVP group on Facebook and the direct interaction, you know, directly related to the podcast there and on our other socials. And then there's sort of the larger stationary community, which sounds like such a goofy word to anybody (laughs) who wouldn't be in it. Yeah, But, you know, with the Baron Fig group and the Wright group and the Notebook Nerds group and the Erasable, uh, the Erasable group and then the 1857, which is kind of loosely related mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, Pen Addict and um, those other kinds of facets of the world that we live in and, and finding those... Um, those people to be connected to and it's really just a lot of fun having uh having kind of all of those 
tentacles, you know, (laughs) (laughs) connecting our, um, you know, connecting our subgroups. So uh, it kind of just opened up this, this whole new world that, and, you know, again, things that wouldn't have been possible before the internet, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, niche markets tended to stay a lot nicher back in the old days. Mm -hmm. True. Um, so if either of you don't have any other things to say about 2018, let's move into 2019 and, uh, what we're kind of planning or what we'd like to see or what we'd like to do or hopes and dreams and all that fun stuff. Um, so Les and I talked off air about hopes and dreams and there's been some overlap. So I will talk about things that are not overlapping with Les and let Les speak to her stuff, um, So for me, the first thing that came up when I was sitting down and and taking notes about the show and thinking about what I wanted to talk about on this topic, I thought about our beginnings and something I just said before about how we started with like, let's talk about this pencil today or let's let's review chalk. Remember that episode? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and like I love that one. It was so much fun. I feel like we we talk about. goods and things we use you know in our what's new or what's exciting and occasionally it creeps into um you know the podcast topic but i really would like to not all the time um but every now and then kind of go back to those roots but in a more eloquent way Mm. not so much like we're gonna do the top five pencils of 2019 you know what i mean like not and just kind of organically talk about um some tools because i think I mean, we are a stationary podcast and we do talk about stationary, but I feel like <clears throat> I really miss not even reviewing things because I do that for my blog, but I, I miss talking about the tools that we use in an extensive manner, you know, um, and I, I miss hearing, you know, if we all talk about the same thing, I miss hearing both of your opinions about something that may be different from mine. And mm. ooh, I think ooh, that but we just did that with the bolt. We did see, and I like that that. cool, right? So, you know, I think, I don't know. I would like to see that, you know, every three or four episodes, just have an episode like that talking, picking a specific tool or or whatever. And also things have changed. Um, You know, we, I think we kind of moved away from saying, you know, talking about tools is because we kind of went through the list. Remember we had the list of topics. Yeah. And like, it's not, no new things are happening. It's usually special editions that are happening. And I, I'm not going to talk about those every time they come out um, in a utility way. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's one thing I hope for is just to kind of every now and then throw in an episode where we do talk about stationary goods. So, yeah. um, and then also I want to just have more great conversation, you know? Yeah. I, I want to keep doing what we're doing. I mean, I just, I, I want to engage with our audience more. I really liked the last episode where we, you know, read those comments from our listeners and mm. we had that contest. That was really fun to have the giveaway. Yeah, it was. You know, do more of that stuff. So Absolutely. that's, that's it for me. Um, but Les, what about you? So I kind of, I went meta with this instead of macro. Um, I... <laughs> Because I kept thinking about this whole community aspect of the podcast and how, and I've brought this up before when we, especially in the beginning, when we were first 
talking about the podcast and I like the things that I kept thinking about was or were how do we deepen the conversation and this is uh, such a cheesy therapist thing to say is how do you deepen this conversation how do you go deeper what questions do you ask to to get us talking about things in a deeper next level kind of manner how do you go how do you get nitpicky about these things right and i think that's one of the things that has been really important to me about this podcast is that we do go so deep on things and so then the other things that I think about is how do we add to the conversation? Because there's, there's, there are lots and lots of podcasts now about stationary where um, it, sometimes it's – and I, get, I think we get into this where we talk about what's exciting, the new things that come out. We get – yeah, what are we adding to that conversation where we're right. just, okay, here's, here's the next this, here's the new that, the, here's the new special edition. Right. Um, and what does that add to the conversation when we talk about it? And I think that mm-hmm. we have – three very different voices than what are already out there. I think there are very few um, people with our voices um, mm-hmm. or our our perspective on things. So yes. I think that we bring something very different to the table, particularly when you compare it to what's already out there. So I yeah, think I that, that that adds a lot of value to the community. Um, so I think that our perspective and our viewpoint on things and going deep on these conversations, even when sometimes the conversation is tangential, it always relates to that initial conversation. Yeah. And I, in particular, that's what's important to me about RSVP are those really deep, rich conversations. And like you, D and Lenore, I think that is that's that's what we want to continue doing is deepening the conversation, adding to the conversation, bringing value to the table. Um, But I think that going even maybe a little nitpicky and a little nerdy about it, I think (laughs) that we bring a lot of intersectionality to the table um, because, and we talked about, do you mind if I bring this up D? A little bit about what we talked about off air is that when we started this, we were, okay, here are three women who are, coming to the table and talking about stationery, which really hadn't been done. There was um, um, Art Supply Posse, which was, at that point, two women having a conversation, but particularly around um, art supplies. And now it's it's a mixed bag. It's a, it's a group of people doing interviews. So it's very different from what it was in the past. It's still a great podcast, but it's right. different. And so when we came to the table, it was three women um, wanting to have these conversations and bringing that female perspective. And now as we're, as we are growing and changing with the times, I mean, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it, but we're going into, um, like this is, uh, we just finished our first, first full year of the mm-hmm. podcast and we have like a half year before that. But so we're going into our second year or almost like a year and a half, like, you know, it's, yeah, you yeah. know, it's weird because I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I always think of like change happening at the beginning of the year, but right. You know, we're, <clears throat> we're moving into this next phase, I think, um, in the podcast, but rather than saying this is just strictly a feminist podcast or just strictly a female podcast, we're now growing and changing and you're transitioning yourself. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, like I'm transitioning in a professional manner, you're transitioning in a personal manner. So it's no longer just three women. It's, right. you know, T 
two women and a trans man. Right. Um, or, um, <clears throat> like I joked with you before, like the, the right word for the comfortable word for me, you know, um, and we joked about this, Lenore, um, in our meta group is, you know, we're going to become the queer stationary podcast. Um, you know, yeah, when I was gone for three weeks, I was like, people are going to think I quit as the token straight person. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I don't, that's not what I want to see happen. Yes. I want us to have that, that queer voice and I want us to have that straight voice, but I don't want us to become the queer stationary podcast. No, that's not, not I think that that's is too my limiting goal. in, in it my turns opinion. Out that almost none of my stationary items have anything to do with my genitals. Well, that's the thing, you know, like, <laughs> Like our voices are all different and sure, you know, our voices intersect with our, me and you less intersect with our queerness, but like my opinions are not, my opinion of say, you know, a pencil has nothing to do with my gender. Um, my gender doesn't inform my, my opinion about how a pencil writes. Um, but when we do get on topics of, you know, like, like you said, Les, like digging deep and like really analyzing something like when that, you know, a year ago when the field notes thing kind of happened. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, my my trans voice actually does inform my opinion. Right. Um, so it's kind of like the spectrum of of opinion. But I never want this podcast to even be about me. You know what I mean? Like. Right. And so like it's it's strange. Of course, my identity is going to impact how I view the world. But really we're just three people that love stationary and love talking about things. And that's right. what I think. I never want to move to a, such a niche um, queer stationary podcast. I don't even think that could be a thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure someone could make it. Um, I mean, there is that pencil that has the rainbow. Uh, there's a pencil with a rainbow core and then there's a pencil with a rainbow barrel. Yeah. You know, the sharpened the Duncan, whatever. Shot oh, is that a gay thing? No. I mean, kidding. it's a rainbow. Kidding. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, um, anyhow, back anyway, to but uh, and so then I think also like we have this sort of I'm trying to think of the right terminology. It's not quite affordability, but we're also the podcast that tends to talk about things that aren't quite as expensive as some of the other podcasts. Like uh, we're 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 not um, we're we're not talking about Tomoe River Paper all the time. We're not talking about um, fountain pens that cost over a thousand dollars. Right. Um, you know, we don't do a huge amount of wallet wagging. Yeah, we we yeah. we don't w uh, wag our wallets all that often, um, and we're certainly not comparing the size of our wallets with a measuring tape. But I think Mine's that the, empty. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mine would be like a millimeter thick. Um, right. So, um, but I, I I think that that there's that intersectionality, the affordability aspect of what we talk about um, that makes us and. I don't know what the right colloquialism for it would be, but like an every man's podcast, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that the average Joe <laughs> yes. to get to, to go deep on the masculine cliches here. Yeah. Because um, there is no is there is there a female equivalent of those? Um, I've looked for one and not really found no. anything. God, I hate that. Um, so, so, but yeah, so I think that we have this affordability, we're a lower end podcast, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, we're the cheap sister podcast. Um, right. So I, I think that that's also something that's really important to me is that 
we make stationery, or I shouldn't, we don't make it. Um, we, it's approachable. We're, right. We're Be- not putting it up on a pedestal that makes it so unapproachable that people don't want to explore it. Right. Because I, I've listened to other hobby podcasts where, you know, they talk about things that I can't afford and either I stop listening because I can't afford the things that they're gushing about. Right. Um, or I feel incredibly frustrated because I can't use the thing that they're talking about, you know? Right. So it's like, if we talk, if you, less, if you review, you know, a $5 fountain pen, you know, that's affordable and that's something everyone can possibly get their hands on. So there's less of the, let's talk about a $500 fountain pen that you'll never touch in your life, but let's talk about it for a half hour. Right. You right. know? So I think that approachability is another thing that I want to carry into 2019. That's something that I hope that we do. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> so then, um, what about you, Lenore? What are your thoughts here? Well, I mean, obviously, I really like both of you guys' comments and have jumped in on this a little bit. But I'm going to go a little bit more kind of personal direction and just say for my um, related to this podcast, but not just about the podcast. I really want to I think I'm going to have to shut down some of my subscription stuff and um, really just try to go through what's in my office, you know, because I have so many interesting things that I kind of get overwhelmed mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I always feel like I owe people packages and I need to get stuff together and everything's kind of spread around. And, um, I want to go through the things that I have and curate them, um, try stuff out and, um, you know, decide what to keep and what to give away and what to sell um, I keep saying I'm going to start selling off a bunch of field notes because I was, you know, just kind of accumulating those for a while and I just don't really use them. Um, I don't go through them. Mm. So I need to sell them off and, um, you know, get some money to spend on things I do want. Um, well, if you have any 725 sitting around, I will buy one or two off of you because I was going through my pencils and I don't have them anymore. Oh, you got rid of all of them. I thought I saved like three in my, cause I have a pen cup with a bunch of black wings in it. Uh huh. And cause I'm planning on doing what a lot of people do make that little display, like shadow box kind of thing. Oh yeah. And I, yeah. I, I don't have one, you know, like, so I always like to have like three two or three black wings, you know, one to display, one to use. Yeah. You know, let me see what I've still got. Cause I, you know, I've, I've given away most of what I had from the first two editions, but I will um, totally buy singles because I know someone's selling singles in the group right now. Um, but I have to see if they're still available. Cause I know a bunch of people were jumping on that post. Yeah. Cause there were a huge number of people who were like, you know, just like with the early field notes, it's just, you want to kind of, you want to hold it in your hand and see what it was. And honestly, um, you know, like well, like I was joking last week, right? They're all my very favorite when they come out. Right. <laughs> it's not right. quite <laughs> true, but it's close. Um, but the 725 is, it's just so beautiful. Especially, you know what you got to do. Everybody out there, you know, if you get yep. a 725, switch it around. Move flip that to the yellow end. Flip it. 
That's how it's supposed to be because then you get to keep that glorious yellow. Otherwise, it's gone on your first sharpen. Um, uh, You know, it was just a little oversight there. You know, it was their first try, right? Right. Mm. Can't get everything right on your first try. Right. But, um, you know, I still think it's the most beautiful one. And when I put a silver ferrule on it, and I I loved it even more. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, hack wing that sucker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'll see what I've got I don't know how many of those I have left I don't even know if I have any left unsharpened because mine um, I was using a couple of them that are pretty beat up but yeah I mean again like I don't know what I have I could be sitting on some real money there right you probably are yeah which should be good <laughs> <laughs> I could start supporting my habit <laughs> there you go with your habit <laughs> right um, anything else for, for 2019, Lenore, like podcast related, or do you kind of just shadow what we think and feel? I'm mostly shadowing what you guys were saying. I, I also would love to do, um, you know, get back a little bit more to the roots of talking about, um, specific kinds of products where we all try the same thing. It's just that it requires so much planning to, (laughs) to, you know, figure out what we're going to do, get it into everybody's hands and all try it. And, um, with, you know, working either multiple jobs or cyclical jobs and all that kind of stuff, it's been hard to get all three of us at once, um, having time to do those kinds of homework ahead of time. But I'd like to really try because I get a lot of value out of those conversations. Yeah, no, definitely. Have you guys tried the the volume four? No, I didn't get my hands on them yet. I've been kind of, because of the holidays, I've been kind of busy. And usually I reach out to, uh, you know, talk to the network, (laughs) the network and trade for a couple. Cause like I said, I, I would like to get my hands on them. Um, you know, if my, my wife's car didn't need a new engine, I would just buy a dozen, Mm -hmm. but, uh, there's that. So, uh, so no, I, I haven't, and I'm, I'm curious about how they feel because remember when they first came out, the grittiness was very much like, oh, it's going to ruin my sharpener and, you know. No, I love it. It's cool. a really, re- and of course, like I always love them. Yes. Okay. Fine. I do. <laughs> but, um, the color is beautiful. The feral is beautiful. Um, I'm coming around on the core. <laughs> it's got the extra firm core again, right? Extra soft, right? Oh, is it the MMX core? I don't know. Less? Yeah, it's the MMX core. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's usually my favorite core. Um, it's been a couple days. I forgot to bring one in. I was going to play with it today, but I've got. I was using one a co- the last couple days at home, um, and really enjoying it. And the the finish, it just doesn't come through in the pictures. How pretty that finish is! Mm. I love it. It's so pretty, and it's so. Um, it was a really good execution of the idea mm. of, you know, kind of having the dusty red planet thing going. It's, it's, I mean, I'm just bravo on the execution. It's really, yeah. really nice. It, it did a really good job of being what it is. And when I, when I first opened it before I figured out what the, you know, before I read far enough to see what the, the theme was on mm-hmm. it, um, I was like, so doing the same color from the pentagonal one, but it's not. Um, it does look similar in color in the pictures, but uh, but the finish is really really different, and it has kind of a different depth to it. And it's it is paint, not just the natural yeah. 
stain. Mm. So yeah, they're real pretty. Um, I'll see if I can get packages out to you guys over the next couple of days and send you a couple. Cool. Cool. Um, before we wrap it up, I, I do, you brought it up off air less, um, things we want to stay away from. Um, yeah. I think, I think one, I agree with you completely and that's, uh, you know, copying other podcasts. So do you want to speak real <laughs> brief? <laughs> do you want to speak real briefly on that? Because I think what you said off air was, was really good. So I, I, I forget what I said off air. Um, uh-huh. I think that it came up in a conversation in a private message for someone where um, someone basically wanted us to do something that another podcast is doing. And I'm like, I really don't want to. I don't I don't want to do that. I think that it overlaps too much. And I think that it'll sound like copycatting, even if it's not. Yeah. Right. I already felt like a copycat when we started this podcast. Yeah, I didn't. I think we're different enough. I did in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I just, I don't, I, and I know that sometimes people have their favorite things that they have from other podcasts, but I think that I want to keep us as individualized as we are. Most definitely. Um, and I don't want to sound like another show. I, I think that um, we're we have our voice and I don't want to go away from that. I really want to avoid that. Um, so I had a final question. Sure, go. And so um, what parts of the show do you guys, if you were to abandon a part of the show, what would you abandon and why? Ooh. Um, one thing we do copy is what we're drinking and what we're using, but mm-hmm. I don't want to get rid of that. <laughs> um, but maybe I feel like sometimes our shows are top heavy. Yeah. So like between um, – you know, what we're drinking, what we're using, and then what's exciting. I know that those are all important things, but, like, maybe melding them into a shorter, like, what's going on? Mm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and then you can choose. Because I don't know. I feel like I like sharing with the audience, like, what my, like, I don't know. When I listen to a podcast, I like to kind of be in the podcaster space. So people that listen to this in a couple of days will know that I'm sitting at my desk, writing with a Musgrave, drinking a Coke, writing on my pink legal pad. And that's cool. Um, but yeah, like, like maybe not nixing it totally, but changing the format a little bit. Mm. Um, but other than that, I kind of like our thing we got going. What about you, Lenore? That's basically what I was going to say. Um, sort of we could we could have one catch up each instead of two yeah it's funny because i i kind of sprung this on the two of you as a surprise yeah you could give a girl a heads up (laughs) (laughs) um but you both basically just encapsulated what i was thinking like i enjoy talking about like what we're eating what if we're not eating drinking and and working with um but i agree that what's exciting could be rolled into that so one of the things that i feel like what's exciting does is it advertises for free for people who aren't supporting the podcast if that makes sense like besides baron fig besides baron fig like baron fig yes they send us free stuff i mean for dni but sorry lenore um we review their stuff we review their stuff um outside of the podcast but then like these other companies we we talk about their stuff and they're not supporting the podcast and and, you know sometimes i think that's an important part of the community is talking about these limited editions and this came out and there's this new notebook and blah 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 um but also sometimes i feel used yes um because you know they send the guys free stuff um 
but not necessarily us. And maybe that's a matter of like us. Um, I've never reached out. Yeah. Like, is it a matter of us reaching out or needing to reach out? And, you know, do we need to do that? Do we want to do that? I don't know. But my my point is, is that I feel like we do free advertising with no payoff. And I don't necessarily think we need to do that because I think that the conversation that we're having is interesting enough without doing this free advertising, if that right. makes sense. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? No, I agree. And like, I don't like, like, it'd be nice. Some companies reached out and said, Hey, like, do you want to like review our product for your podcast? We'd like to support you guys. But like, I don't want to get, I mean, it'd be nice to get paid to do this, but that's not my goal. Right. Um, but I think talking about field notes or talking about, you know, black wings, unless it's relevant to the conversation, you're right. Like, I, you know, like it's free publicity and I don't know how many listeners we have. I haven't checked lately. Around a thousand. Right. It, it, so, it varies between like 700 to 1500 a week. Okay. So that's for, for a podcast that's really small and just does it for fun. That's not that bad. Yeah. It's not like pen addict but you <laughs> I mean, know my, my other podcast as a as a co- like comparison granted it's only a couple of months old only has 125 listeners right so, so but well, I, I don't want to be po- uh, pen addict either no 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 no, no. i i don't want to quote unquote sell out um and i i with baron fig when they reached out to the community over a year ago and said hey we want some bloggers to review our stuff um i i took that opportunity to to go ahead and do that because number one i could always use things to review but also i like the company like if, if field notes they would never but if they emailed and said hey you want some <laughs> bloggers to review our stuff i would say no thanks mm-hmm. i don't i don't want your stuff you know um but because baron fig is you know in line with with how i feel about stationery and and they have a good product and they they don't always have hits. They have misses. Yeah. Um. And I like how gracious they are about criticism because mm-hmm. some companies get all uppity and then they they don't want to work with you. And Baron Fig has never been that way. So right. Um. But you're right. Like I think it's just that free space. And sometimes those conversations turn into like a half an hour. I yeah. feel because then they trickle into the main topic sometimes. And then it's like, hey, we just gave someone a half an hour of free promo and like. Yeah. Sorry about that. No. 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 I think that's a different <laughs> thing. That's and Blackwing will never send us anything for free. I would oh. be shocked. I would pass out if that happened. Um, but I think you're right, and I think I want to kind of move away from the what's exciting talking about new products in the way we do. Now you can say, "Hey, I just got the a new you know Blackwing Volume Four, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm really working with it." But I don't know. There's a fine line between saying that and then like talking about it in a way that is promoting it. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's like going deeper on this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what if a company came to us and said, Hey, we'd like to sponsor you. Yeah. Um, will you do an ad read? Um, it depends what the company is. If mm-hmm. it was, um, and another company I left out, um, jet pens actually has sent us stuff in the past. That's true. Yeah. Um, but say JetPens came to us and said, hey, you know, would you like to read ad copy? I would do it. I'd like them as a company. I've mm-hmm. bought, I've spent 
probably a thousand dollars with them over my lifetime. <laughs> um, but it has to be in line with my values as a person and a podcaster. And I think that yeah. as long as it's not invasive, I don't think people have a problem with it because when erasable has done it, it mm-hmm. takes 30 seconds and it's not a big deal. Right. Um, you know, so I would have no problem with that. I would just very, be very selective with the company. I agree with that. I think that if we were, say, like, in this magical, like, realm of possibility, <laughs> if a company <laughs> did come come to us and say, hey, we'd like to sponsor you, um, you if you would read some ad copy for us, here's some um, promo, inf- you know, some free product for you to test out so you can talk about the product, um, it would have to be the right company, something that aligns with our values as people. Mm-hmm. Um, and our values, f- whatever they may be for this podcast, which I think, I think that we've kind of defined it as adding value to the community, adding to the conversation, having deep conversations about stationary and intersectionality and community. Like, I think that those are all things that are part of our value system and whatever company, if that we were to be approached in this magical realm of potential, um, would have to have similar values, and, yes. you know, of course, you know, and their value would also be making money and paying us money. Um, I don't I don't know that that is something that ever would actually happen. And, you know, in terms right. of jet pens, I did reach out to them and ask them for a product for us to review. Yes. Um, so that's a different kind of thing. Um, but, you know, I think that that's something that is a potential for us in the future. And it's not something that I'm necessarily striving for, particularly not right now as I get settled into my new job. I just, correct. I don't have the brain space for much of anything other than, yeah. than work and having a couple of conversations. I literally come home from work, um, sit on the couch and watch TV that I, I barely remember. Right. Um, other than killing Eve, but that's, that's a whole <laughs> other conversation. Um, like I just I don't know. Like I I think that we have potential for doing that in the future, and it's not necessarily something that's going to happen in twenty nineteen. Maybe twenty twenty. I don't know. Right. No, good points. I mean, I I agree. I think it's something I'd be open to doing, but I'd want to be very selective. Mm-hmm. Um. But on that note, do you want to wrap it up? Sure. <clears throat> All right. So, like always, um, I want to take a moment to thank everyone for their support, especially over this past year. Um, It's been great to get to know all of you listeners. Um, And I just, I like the conversations we have on the Facebook group. I like the interactions we have. That contest we just had was really great. It's just really good to see how large our community is. Um, And I just want to give a quick thanks to you guys who continue to support us. Um, and if you can just review us on whatever podcast listening place you have, uh, iTunes. And I think, um, does podcast addict offer some kind of review system? No. Okay. Maybe I'm mistaken. Anyhow, I could be wrong. Um, but if you can just give us a review that helps bump us up and give us more visibility and also tells people what we're about. I think, um, you know, they see stationary podcast, um, and they're not sure what they're getting into. And I think if you were, if you read reviews about something and you, you hear a little bit about something that you're not sure of, at least I do when I listen to podcasts, I read the reviews first. Um, that helps listeners come to our show and enjoy the show just like you do. So you can find us online 
at rsvpstationarypodcast.com. Um, Les, where can we find you? You can find me at comfortableshoesstudio.com. Facebook at Comfortable Shoes Studio, Instagram and Twitter at Original LC Harper, and you can find my other podcast, Manuscript <laughs> um, ManuscriptingPod dot uh, com. Lenore, what about you? Lenore, you can find me on uh, on Facebook either through the Erasable Group or the RSVP Group, um, and. Not that I'm there. I keep I keep having resolutions and not following them up. But I have a new computer now, so maybe I'll do better. Cool. Um, on the other socials at Lenore underscore Hoyt. Cool. And you can find me, D, at weeklypencil.com. And on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Weekly Pencil. Thanks, guys. It's been fun as always. Thank you. Love you both.